Hi there, I'm Robin with More Than Mothering, and this is episode 13 with Marilyn. Welcome to the More Than Mothering podcast, where we highlight admirable moms in every stage and with all different experiences and skill sets. We believe moms are the experts in their own home, and we can all learn and be inspired by each other. Marilyn is a true believer that motherhood is her greatest calling and doesn't even limit that to her own adult six children. She has mothered so many mothers and been such a great comfort and nurturer to so many other people around her, especially women. I loved this interview with Marilyn. Okay. All right. So is this area working? I was just thinking, yeah. how many marks on the back of the wall? Do you no, have? I think it's fine. <laughs> I can see the bottom of the pictures. But is, is that all right? I think it's fine. Okay. All right. I don't know. So I'm not you're going to sit with me? Yeah. Oh, that's so much better. Yeah. Yeah, I don't make you <laughs> sit alone. Okay. Oh, yeah. You ready? I am. Okay. Sounds good. I'm here with my friend Marilyn. Marilyn has been married for uh, going on 40 years, almost to 40 years. Yes. You have six kids. Yes. You're married to Byron. Um, six adult children, I should say. Yes. And 12 grandkids with number 13 on the way. Yes. So thanks so much for doing this with me. You're so um, Marilyn is my first nomination, so you can go to my website oh. and be nominated or, or nominate someone else that um, is a mother that you admire. So I give the opportunity in those nominations to suggest a question or something that we feel like we should learn from you. Um, so I'll start with that question. Um, okay. Marilyn, what, where do you find your motivation to be a great wife, mother, housekeeper? What motivates you to do that well? Oh. Well, are we talking with the whole world? Because for me, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we believe that we are all children of God, each one of us, and dearly loved by a Heavenly Father. So the children that I nurture were my friends in heaven. I know this. Our second to the youngest boy is a challenge, and he, we were told, or we had the opinion that he would always be our challenge. But when I was speaking with him not long ago, I had the great impression that we were, excuse me, we were friends before we came to this earth. Knowing that, it gives me courage that God is with us, He helps us out, he will teach us beyond our own learning, help us grow up and be better people, and help us to help others grow up to be better people. So that's my motivation. Mm, I love that. That's so beautiful. No, you're fine. You go get a tissue. <laughs> I need a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is just the beginning. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> all right. So um, it feels fitting to me to be interviewing you because you've been a mother figure in my life for as long as I can remember. Um, our friends have been, yes. our families have been friends for a long time. Yes. And my oldest sister was very good friends with one of your daughters and yes. spent a lot of time here. And I remember one of the things she said about your family a long, long time ago is that you seem to have almost a revolving door of um, especially young mothers that you have chosen to mentor. And that yes. even when you had children in the home, you have taken it upon yourself to be a help and a support to other moms and teaching them about children. So tell me kind of how that started. Why do you do that? Oh, 
this is this is why I do it because I know that when you are a young mom with a tiny baby you have just taken on the biggest job in your life it takes everything you can give um, and more which is God's secret yeah. we learn more about God and his love for us when we have a child how could God love us um, even when we do stupid things well because we're his children and as parents, you learn that great lesson that even though your offspring are doing stupid things on occasion, <laughs> you love them dearly. You have invested your life in their life. And they love you. They, they will turn and love you on occasion. Not always. Mm. Our daughter number three went through a short phase where I would walk in the room and she would go, oh, and walk out. Oh. It was horrible. It's like... How can you be like that? I have given you everything you are to this point. Yeah. But she had to prove herself an individual. We totally understand. Um, one time when she was in college, she called home and she said, Mom, I'm just like you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's a huge thought. And then, then it was me saying, No, you're not. I keep my house clean. <laughs> but... You know, we all have um, things that we love and things that we love to invest time in. She is a great artist, and she loves, um, she loves beautiful sights. She loves creating things. And so one would think that you'd like to have creative order, but that's not her priority. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, variety. That's interesting. Yeah. So, um, so it's the, the compassion in... In seeing young moms and the yes. struggle that they have yes. in reaching out to them. That's yes. And I've given you way more than you need. No, no, no. <laughs> You're allowed to. Editing's my job. You, oh, you get good. the answer. Um, okay, so how about for you personally? How have you gone about? I know that the community of mothering is obviously really important to you. Yes. So how have you gone about circling other mothers around you as you've gone through well, your years? I'm not sure how it starts. Um, oftentimes it's just um, you look at somebody, you look at their baby and say, oh, what a cute baby, and then you start a conversation. Because every child, every baby has its own cute piece, and they're so precious. Um, I love just holding a newborn baby. There is something just so amazing about that tiny little newborn. It has fingers and toes and a tiny fingernails. It's like, that's so incredible. <laughs> and then just feeling their love and um, just letting them snuggle and breathe with them. I just love it. Yeah. So, and every mom is exhausted because that's part of the plan to bring us to a humble point where we will seek God's help as we raise his children. Mm. So yeah, so then on occasion it will be, oh yeah, I can talk to this old lady. <laughs> and, um, and it worked really well for our younger boys because they didn't have babies in the home. So to have younger children around, oh, yeah. was, it was really great for them. I remember Jack, our youngest, um, sitting on this sofa holding um, our friend's baby. She had um, gone to a class and she asked us if we could take the baby during the class. And so Jack felt like he was the babysitter. Mm -hmm. so it wasn't me. He, he was the babysitter for this child. Yeah, it's like, 
Oh, that's good, Jack. You know, getting to be that um, big brother role was yeah. good for him. That's powerful. So. That's really cool. Um, so in preparing for this interview, you mentioned that it's really important to you that your children feel, I don't know get this right, that your children all feel loved and that their needs are met. What does that look like with six adult children? How do you do that? Oh, that's, that's, we love the telephone and texting. Mm -hmm. So our, our daughters and our daughter-in-law have a group text with me. I feel so honored that they include me in their text. And so regularly through, not every day, but frequently, um, they send out a picture or comments about things that are going on and it is just fun to be part of their lives. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, being part of somebody's life. Um, mourn with those that mourn. Comfort those that stand in need of comfort. And rejoice in the, in the good things that are happening. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, making contact, phone contact. I actually love it when they call. You know, you can text, but a real phone call is you know, you hear their voice, you hear how they're doing, and uh, that's that's just fun. Making one-on-one -on -one contact, and I, um, women, I think, are more comfortable looking at somebody's eyes. Um, but to, in my opinion, that's that's where the spirit shows through. Uh -huh. So making eye contact, and we we help our little ones to learn eye contact. You know, look at my face. How can I help you? Um, if you just have them not looking at you, they can do whatever and not really express their needs or their wants or just be demanding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, that's a part, you know, the children come self-absorbed and we teach them to go beyond their personal needs and comfort others, mm. help others. So it's really fun to watch our grandchildren. Um, each of our children um, have learned from our house and from others around them, and it is fun to watch how they're raising their children, and each of them are doing a great job, but each in a unique way. So, it, it's fun to watch. One family are really good at um, timeouts, okay. and at the end of the timeout, the timeout is always short, um, shorter for the younger. Um, I think that they do a minute per age of life, yeah. and then the older ones, they don't need it so much, they've learned. Mm -hmm. so about seven years old, they're pretty much done with timeouts. But at the end of the timeout, you come to the child, you look in their face, look at me, tell me why you're in the timeout. And they have to be able to tell you before they leave timeout. And then say, and then, so what are you gonna do about it? And how can I help you? It's beautiful, it's worked so well for them. They are the easiest family to deal with, as the grandparent. So, um, so yeah, I try that with the other kids in a modified way because one family will not do timeout. They just don't believe in it. Mm. It's like, okay, yeah. so, so what else are you doing? <laughs> so um, another thing that I have found that works um, is some boys just need more, they just have so much energy. And so one of our daughters has, instead of stop and give me, t or drop and give me 10, the whole military yeah. routine, give me 10 push-ups. Um, she will say, okay, give me 10 jumping jacks. And this helps her really busy boy, mm -hmm. you know, he, so then he can expand the energy and then maybe he can calm down he can and kind of refocus. Yeah, I have controlled my body. Maybe I can then do the next hard thing. Hmm. So That's works great. for him. That's a great yeah. strategy. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
Okay. You also mentioned um, it's important to you to teach your children how to learn. How do you teach a oh. child to learn? First of all, by example. Byron and I do a lot of reading, and we read in public so that they can see that we are reading. Mm -hmm. um, when the children were younger, Byron would sit on a, on a double bed, and the children would just come and sit by him. And they would maybe bring a toy or a book, and he would be reading, and they would come and join in. Um, our oldest was, that's how she took her naps. She would sit by Daddy mm -hmm. and have her naps while he was studying. It was, it was great, but she didn't learn how to go to bed by herself. That's rough. <laughs> <laughs> Which was tricky. Pay for so, it later. <laughs> we did pay for it later. But then a wise friend, see, I learned from other good mothers also. My wise friend said to me, you know, my doctor told me that you should always put the baby down to sleep when it was partly awake. So it learns to um, put, you know, to go by, to sleep by itself. Right. And, and that worked. But I think our oldest daughter has great confidence because she had contact. You know, she always knew that she was dearly loved. And she had that, I am sleeping by my daddy. And, um, and the whole book learning thing, she's a doctor. Mm -hmm. She has so much confidence, she can cut into somebody else's body to help them heal, which is way more than I could do. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. she has, on occasion she will call us and say, you know, I just saved somebody's life today. Like, wow. Yeah. That's so cool. That's incredible. Yeah. And the relationship is key to that kind of yes. self-worth and yes. confidence. And yes. That's cool. That's yeah. really powerful. Yeah. If you are confident in yourself if you know that you can grow and learn and it's a lifelong process they saw us as grown-ups learning uh, making mistakes and fixing it so and we would always um if when we made a mistake like byron said you know marilyn you really are the one that spills the most milk at the table i said yeah, i know but i'm the one doing the most at the table <laughs> <laughs> i am everywhere on this table <laughs> that's true um Okay, final question before our speed round okay. is, um, where do you find joy in your mothering? Oh, that is a really good question. So when I had baby number three, I, th I think often three is the break point. You know, you, you're outnumbered. <laughs> you have two hands but three children, so you've got to learn some new skills. And gratefully, the oldest one, well, I didn't have twins, uh, but the oldest one has grown up enough to be helpful in yep. many ways. But um, as I was in the hospital, I read a little article that says you, you find joy in the moment. And I just held on to that. It's like, yeah, you're not going to have a full day of peace and joy. But if you can savor the moments of joy, the moment where a child has a aha mm -hmm. moment, and I just love seeing those aha moments where they have learned something or they've put two ideas together and synthesizing um, that is my joy, watching, um, watching somebody else, watching a child just have that, um, ah, cool thing, you know, and, and especially when it's a spiritual connection, looking at the beauty that God has given us, that is my great joy. I love that. Thank you very much. You're welcome for sharing that. Okay, well, Marilyn, are you ready for a speed round sure. of the last eight questions? Sure.
Go what for is it. your favorite sound? I love to hear children laughing. What's your least favorite sound? Crying and arguing. Yes. Uh, what's your favorite word? Um, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? What, what do I know? What do you know? What do I know? I know. I'm sorry, I should have turned off the clocks. No. Clocks um, are great. I know that God loves us. And He has sent us here to have this wonderful educational experience, and He will welcome us back when we're done here. He cheers us on, He encourages us, He gives us wisdom. That's what I know. Hmm. What do you want to learn? Oh, well, actually the other day I was thinking I'd like to learn how to drive a crane just because they look so fun. I mean, they are just, <laughs> they have this great power and you can use them to do something way beyond what I can do. Cool. Silly though, right? No. But I think that would be cool. <laughs> what a brilliant answer. That's cool. Brilliant. Yes. Um, uh, okay, Marilyn, what scares you? Oh. What scares me is um, not being prepared. Uh, I like to know that that I have what I need for the essentials, and then there's room for flexibility for extras. Um, health issues scare me. Finances we can handle, being poor or rich. But um, when you lose your health, you lose your money, your energy, and you cannot lose your hope because God will help you learn something through that illness. Yeah. Um, tell me about a mom who inspires you. Oh, I know so many moms that are amazing. Um, and there's moms of different varieties. Judy Campbell, nine children, all of them wonderfully successful. Um, mm -hmm. Kathy Kunkel, eight children, all of them wonderfully successful. Um, and then there's moms of special needs children. And what a different life they, different expectations. Um, but being able to be a good mom for a child that has different, uh, different expectations for um, progress, that, there's a hero there. Mm -hmm. So, I like that. Thank you. Um, and Marilyn, what are you good at? Oh. I am great at cooking. That's true. <laughs> I am great at growing plants. That's true. Yeah, I, I love growing <laughs> gardens and you know our flowers just bring us great joy. I am good at being a grandma. I love being a grandma because um, actually before I had children I thought I would just like to be a grandma because you can come in and you do the fun stuff and then you walk away and somebody else is responsible for the discipline and guidance. Right. It's like, so I dearly love being a grandma. We do fun things with uh, with our grandchildren and uh, help them, you know, with a little little bits here and there. But their parents are responsible. <laughs> Sounds like a fun phase. Oh, uh, it is a fun phase of life. You'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Really oh, you're it. so welcome. Marilyn has this incredible ability to share wisdom and truth and knowledge without feeling condescending or making a mother around her feel like they aren't doing enough. She's a great builder of women. And I've thought of that moment so many times when she says children come selfish. 
And it's our job as parents to teach them to be compassionate and empathetic so many times. It's been such a gift as I teach my own girls. Thank you for listening to the More Than Mothering podcast. You can visit the website at morethan-mothering.com for show notes, images, and the video form of this interview, as well as many other interviews with remarkable women. If you are having a less than day, I hope you leave feeling more than.